Welcome, my dear friends, to our self-care challenge day 20, Unplug from Technology. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm your host, Emily, and you can find me on the interwebs as Anders Mill Knits, and you can email me at littlecabinknitsak at gmail.com. And just a reminder that I have pre-recorded today's episode as I am currently, as you listen to this, out camping. And I am so excited to be out in the wild, even though, like, I'm pre-saying this. I know that I am excited uh, as I'm experiencing the camping trip. For me, there's nothing better than getting out and just sitting around the campfire or going out exploring and foraging. My favorite things to do in the whole world, outside of knitting, of course. So without further ado, let's get on to talking about unplugging from technology. Before I begin, my friends, I am recording this in my home office where I work every single day. And outside my window, I just spied a mama moose with two calves walking across my driveway and it was gorgeous. I just had to share that with you. The calves were young, their legs look a little, you know, shaky still. So I'm wondering if they might be less than a week old. It is calfing season and so oh it just makes me so happy. I often post when I well not often, I should do it more often, but moose are a daily occurrence viewing here in Alaska for most of us. I know I see them almost daily. And when I do, I try to record it and post it because they are such majestic, but at the same time, goofy creatures that I just adore. But don't mistake my adoration for lack of respect because these animals are very uh, much to be respected and feared. My cousin, I had dinner with my cousins yesterday, and my one cousin told me that a few months ago, uh, he heard he had let his dogs out, and it was still winter. He'd let his dogs outside, and he heard them just going crazy, and he was like, what is going on? So he looked outside the window and saw that his dogs were facing off with a moose. And feared that his dogs would get hurt, he raced outside to try and intervene and get the dogs away. And in doing so, the moose charged, caught my cousin in the chest with its head, and lifted him off the ground and threw him across the yard. And my cousin is still dealing with the pain of the broken ribs and other aches and pains that he received from that interaction. So he was very lucky, though, that he didn't get hurt in, in a worse way, but... You know, that's just an example of the respect that we owe them. So I always try to be out of the way, preferably inside a safe vehicle or my house when I see them see a moose. But, you know, there you go. So enough of a little like tangent that I just went on. Let's talk more about unplugging from technology, which is our challenge for today. So whether it's for an hour, an afternoon, a day, or a week, the benefits of unplugging from technologies are manifold. And it wouldn't be an episode of um, self-care challenge if I didn't list out the benefits, would it? So here's just four quick ones that I came up with. Number one, by unplugging from technology, you interact with those around you, like humans, <laughs> more. 
Number two, you won't feel the need to compare yourself as much to others that are posting on social media. Number three, unplugging allows you to check in with yourself, how you are doing in that moment and what you may need to improve or feel more comfortable in your own skin or uplifted. Number four, it provides an opportunity to focus on other interests, such as being outside or knitting or another hobby or craft. Now, in my practice as a mental health clinician, I am constantly promoting the idea to my clients of turning off their phones and TVs at least an hour before going to bed. Why? Why do I do this? Well, research has shown that the blue light created from computers, TVs, phones, all other technology these days, they act, that blue light activates brain activity that prevents you from sleeping. So I often ask them to, when they, when they let me know that they are having trouble sleeping and going to sleep, I ask them to try the practice of turning off the TV or their smart devices an hour before bedtime and choosing to do something else with their time, journaling, reading, meditating you know, taking a walk, preparing for bed, doing the dishes. There's so many things. Well, in addition to all this, I hear from countless individuals stating that it is hard to create a family dinner or time because of cell phone use or playing of video games. It can be difficult, but I work with many individuals to create boundaries around the use of devices. Whether it be around that technology is only allowed in such and such areas of the house, or that virtual gaming or TV watching only occurred during certain hours of the day, or after completion of homework or chores, or for a limited time each evening. Now, I oftentimes talk about this with parents in regards to their children, but I then say, just because we're making this boundary with your children does not automatically mean you are exempt. And I invite them to come up with their own boundaries around technology so they set the example for their children in their home. Whatever you decide to do, remember that what works for you and your neighbor may not, or sorry, Whatever works for someone else, it might not necessarily work for you. You have to come up with your own boundaries, your own reasons, your own commitment to be doing this. Dr. Larry Rawson, he's an expert researcher and writer on what he calls the psychology of technology. And he suggests an easy formula to combat the power our devices have over us. He came up with an easy acronym. It's called ABC. The A stands for awareness, knowing what distracts you. B stands for breathe, calm and rest often. And C stands for choices, make good choices for you. So ABC, awareness, breathe, and choices. The first step here is critical, knowing what distracts you and what helps you reset. Once you have a clear understanding of what steals your attention, you can find a practice that works for you to reduce those distractions. Now there's a growing movement for people to take the day off now and then from social media and or technology in general. Some call this a digital diet and some call it a vacation from technologies. Others call it unplug and reset. 
But whatever you call it, you can be assured that taking a day off from technology, whether completely or at least from social media, has a lot of mental health benefits. So here are four tips to help you unplug and refocus. Number one, turn off your phone. Sounds easy, right? Well, sometimes we can't turn off our phone necessarily. So number two, put your phone on airplane mode. Yeah, number three, you can silence notifications from all social media outlets. Number four, set up a device-free zone in your house. Experts say that your bedroom would be the best place to choose. So no TV, no smart devices at all in your bedroom. And I know for a lot of us that read from our Kindles at night, that can be a little daunting to think of, but I have... I've always loved reading from an actual book, so it hasn't been as hard for me. Well, I say that, and it sounds very pompous for me to say that, but, you know, I just enjoy the tactile experience of reading from an actual book. I can't remember the last time I actually used my Kindle at this point. So here's one last idea. Instead of all of this, let's, let's think of it another way. Take a technology vacation. Designate device-free windows of time to ditch your device and stay in the moment. Here are some ideas for that time. Go for a walk every day without your phone. There's your vacation. Turn your phone off every Sunday or a day of your choosing, making that conscious effort to take a technology break. If you like the idea but aren't ready to go that far for a full day, try just one day a week from, say, you know, noon to 4 p.m. Next idea is silence your phone every evening from 6 to 8 p.m. or another two-hour window of time that you like. That way you won't be receiving all the notifications and you might find that you become engrossed in another activity. Another idea is taking one weekend a month and go somewhere in nature without cell phone service. That's a really easy thing to do here in Alaska. Down in the lower 48, it might be more challenging, but you can give it a try. So if you have more willpower, you can simply avoid using your device instead of going somewhere that doesn't allow you to connect. But I really don't have that kind of willpower, so I like to travel without service. <laughs> Lastly, create conscious intentions around picking up your phone. Ask yourself, do I really need that info or do I need something else to fulfill me right now? If all this didn't float your boat, how about a romantic evening with your loved one or yourself? A romantic evening with yourself, that sounds lovely, doesn't it? Just free from technology. Run with that idea, my friends, and see where it takes you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found a few ideas or jumped off an idea that I had and created your own idea of how to create a vacation from technology for a day, a few hours, a week, well, and when I say technology, I think maybe I should more define that. I do mean technology and smart devices, but I think my driving idea is more around social media and, you know, stepping back from that once in a while because I find that most often 
my clients and my friends and even myself, we judge ourselves by what other people are posting and we find ourselves lacking most of the time instead of being positive about what other people are posting. You may notice on my posts that I try and I don't always succeed. Like I have had some really difficult things happen to me this week that I simply have not chosen to talk about on social media. I've refrained from doing that. And it was because mainly I actually just didn't want that interaction with other people telling me to buck up or that things will be fine or giving me unsolicited advice. I love all my friends on social media and yet sometimes things just need to be processed on an individual level rather than, you know, putting it out there into the universe for other people to work with you on. And I am very pleased to say that these struggles that I've been having this week, I have made game plans, I am moving forward. Um, and one of them will be life-changing, but nothing that will change like my job or my relationship, but it will be life-changing in other aspects. And I'm really proud of myself that I was able to process through that without seeking outside help outside of my fiance and my parents and my sister. And I made a game plan and there was a lot of crying, a lot of figuring things out, but I did it. Um, and that really helped me this week rather than the posting it on Instagram. I say all this because I want to reinforce that I strive to post realistically. I try not to sugarcoat things. And yes, once in a while I may try to stage a, a post because I want my knitting to look as pretty as possible. But for the most part, what you see is what you get. I post without makeup. I post in my PJs. I post tear stained. I po post when I'm joyful. I post when I'm bored, <laughs> which is probably not good. You see this tendency of posting, posting, posting. And this is what I'm talking about, taking a vacation from these things. And maybe it's just simply taking a vacation from that one act of posting or that one time where you have your feel bored and you think to yourself oh I'll just go on Instagram or Facebook and stro um, scroll through to see what other people are doing even that one time of resistance I promise it can make an impact on you and help you in different ways we become so reliant on these social media outlets that we've forgotten our own innate abilities and so that's really what I'm going for here, I think, even more than just a whole technology-free day. So I hope this was helpful for you, that my insights might have sparked something inside you to look at. And I really encourage you to take a look at this. And tomorrow, I'm so excited because we get to talk about snuggle time. And so I'm looking forward to talking to you about that. And in the meantime, remember, my friends, to knit what you love and love what you knit. Ta-ta for now.